You're listening to Make Some Noise, Minnesota number 543. Welcome to Make Some Noise podcast, your guide for strategies, tools, and insight to empower yourself. I'm your host, Andrea Owen, global speaker, entrepreneur, life coach since 2007, and author of three books that have been translated into 18 languages and are available in 22 countries. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a lesson that will help you maximize unshakable confidence, master resilience, and make some noise in your life. You ready? Let's go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I can't believe that we are at episode number 543. Can you believe it? People ask me how long I've been doing this. And when I say I've been doing it for 10 years, and we are almost at 550 episodes, it blows my mind. So thank you for those of you that have been with me since the beginning, those of you that came somewhere in the middle, and maybe this is your very first episode that you've listened to. So hi, welcome. We saved you a seat as as usual. I am excited about today's mini-sode. I got really inspired by a colleague of mine, and I wanted to expand on something that she posted on Instagram. But before I do that, there are still some spaces for one-on-one coaching with me this fall. There's a special promotion. I don't know if you saw it. If you head on over to andreaowen.com slash special, check it out and read a little bit more about what it might look like to work with me and fill out an application. But I just wanted to say this thing real quick. If you're wondering like what it actually looks like, kind of from like a meta view, It's not necessarily about the sessions that we have together, whatever package you choose. We get on Zoom video for 50 minutes every week or every other week while we're working together, but it's really about what happens in between the sessions. We come up with exercises together and you are putting into practice changes in your actions, changes in your beliefs, changes in your thoughts. You are changing your brain patterns creating new muscle memory, if you will, in between the sessions. That way, long after we're done working together, you have these new patterns, these new habits put into place that are leading you to the place that you want to go, whether it's you want to take massive action in your life, whether it's you want a new way of thinking, either one. That's what the work looks like. It's just a little snippet, a little taste, if you will, of what the work looks like. Head on over to andreaowen.com slash special to check that out. If you see the application there, then there are still spots open. And if not, there will be like a waiting list type of sign up thing. And we'll get you in as soon as we can. All right, let's talk about today's topic. My beautiful friend, Christine Gutierrez. She has been on the show before. She wrote an amazing book called I Am Diosa. I'm going to put the link in the show notes to the episode that she was on. And I'm scrolling through Instagram, minding my own business a week or so ago. And I come across this reel that she made. It is almost one minute long. And it really stopped me in my tracks. Before I get into my take on it, I want to play the audio of that reel that she made on Instagram. And again, this is Christine Gutierrez. I want to give her all the credit she deserves. And here is one minute of Christine talking about life, death, cycles. We live in a culture that is obsessed with eternal summer, with eternal life, with eternal youth. And we forget that in death, that in grief, that in winter, 
we actually allow ourselves to move through the next season. I encourage you to ask yourself, where are you resisting death energy? Where are you resisting the rest, the pause, the stillness, the winter, so that you can actually move through the next season of life that is calling you? We must reclaim the sacred cycles of life, death, to have rebirth. We can't skip it. So give yourself permission to be in inquiry about what needs to die, what needs to rest, what needs to be in stillness so that you can move to the next season that your life is calling you to be in. All right. I loved this so much. I mean, you might want to back up and listen to it a couple more times because I've listened to it at least a dozen times. I loved it so much. I not only wanted to share it with you, but record my own thoughts as it pertains to my life and mostly expand on how this could apply to your life. Maybe because I'm going through a huge life transition right now. <laughs> That's why it it gave me pause. But in the beginning of that video, she talks about how obsessed we are with eternal life, eternal summer, eternal youth. And I also wanted to add that growing up in our culture, we also prioritize and value very much constant productivity. And as I've gotten older and wiser, I've talked to you more and more about rest. In fact, I think it was in How to Stop Feeling Like Shit in the revised version. I cannot remember which chapter it was. I talked about rest and the research that's shown on that and how important it is and how if we don't get enough rest, we are destined to fall flat on our faces. And though both of those things combined, you know, the the kind of quest for eternal life and the the go, go, go of productivity and that being really, you know, our worth being really caught up in that, it's so easy for us to fall into the trap of not letting cycles mature and just develop as they should. You know, and then she goes on to talk about asking you what needs to die, what needs to rest, what needs to be in stillness so that you can move to the next season that your life is calling you to be in. You know, those are those are her words. When I think about what needs to die, because it's a, you know, it's kind of some jargon. What does that actually look like in your life? Like, what are these things that she speaks of that, that need to die? Is it, you know, is it people? No, not necessarily. Many times, the first thing, well, the first thing that came up for me when I was thinking of this and really thinking about all of you is old identities. Is it an old identity that you have been holding on to just out of habit, just out of muscle memory? You know, <laughs> it happens that you want to walk away from. You know, maybe it is we get stuck in perspectives and saying things like, well, I just have that kind of personality. I have an addictive personality. It's like, well, that might be true, but let's play around with it for a minute. Let's get curious on what if that wasn't true? What if that's an identity that might've worked for you for a little bit because it helps you make sense of why you are the way you are, 
but what if you could have a different identity? Sometimes it's a life cycle. For instance, if your children are growing up and they leave the nest, your identity of motherhood might look different. You know, I work with some clients sometimes who are leaving their jobs, maybe they're going to a different company or they're changing careers altogether and they're stuck and they won't take the action. They won't have the conversation with the HR manager or whatever. And it's maybe it's wise for you to think about looking at the identity that you've had for so long in this particular position or this particular career. What needs to, and and saying the word die is dramatic. (laughs) Maybe you could Maybe you could tweak that and say, like, what needs to fall away? Are there any identities that you have been clinging to that need to fall away, even if it's just temporarily? It doesn't have to be necessarily permanent. Maybe just temporarily. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about other ways, other things that need to fall away or die. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing, starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash noise, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash noise to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash noise. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? I mean, that's what this show is all about, right? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you can do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscribers sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Their courses are so convenient and have helped me learn real-life conversation skills in Spanish. It's so easy to learn how to order food. That's where I get the most excited to use it at Mexican restaurants or ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation, etc. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash noise. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash noise, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash noise. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's another example of of something that might need to fall away or die that 
really jumped out at me when I was listening to Christine talk about this. Are you in any area of your life clinging to the ways that you want certain relationships to look? Whether this is a family member, whether it is a friendship, whether it's a significant other. I've talked to you so many times and had guests on where we talk about this. This is something I I heard Brene Brown mention somewhere a long time ago, that it becomes easier to hold on to the hope that things will change either in a relationship or that somebody else will change. It's easier to hold on to hope that that will happen rather than let go and let that idea, let that hope die and grieve that because that comes with it. That's The hard part isn't the letting go so much as the grief involved in that letting go. The grief involved in truly accepting that someone is the way that they are. And they're not going to change. They have shown you evidence over and over and over again. They're not going to change. Or that a relationship is the way that it is. To grieve that usually is a lot harder than holding on to hope that things will change. I have done that more times than I would like to admit. So my question becomes, is there a place in your life where you need to first and foremost, just inquire about it. It's not a matter of like, oh yeah, there's that one relationship and I'm just gonna jump and move into the grief process. Just identify, are there places where that's happening in your life that you might need to inquire about? You might need to process it. You might need to journal on it. You know how we love a good journaling session. That's a tough one. <laughs> I just I just want to acknowledge how tough that is. And one other thing that Christine mentions in that video is that, again, it doesn't necessarily have to be a death. But she says, what needs to rest? What needs to be in stillness? So m- maybe it's just a rest or a pause. A pause. Does that feel a little bit easier, especially when it comes to a relationship, rather than a complete cutting off of. Maybe it's a rest or a pause. And then Christine goes on to say, to move through the next season of life that is calling you. I want to touch on that because, you know, I think we can listen to these bite-sized pieces of wisdom and we and we think that we have to have it kind of all figured out and that's not true when i think about when she said the next season of life that is calling you knowing me and if you're like me raise your hand i immediately want to know what that next season is like tell me give me a synopsis give me an itinerary and a play by play of what that night i want i want the screenplay of what that next season <laughs> of my life is going to be that's that's calling me. I think one of the hardest parts about this kind of growth 
is surrendering to the not knowing. Over here, as I walk through a divorce, I have no idea what's on the other side. I know it's going to suck and it has sucked. Uh, It hurts like a motherfucker. I can tell you that. And it's terrifying at times. And also freeing and interesting and sparking curiosity. It's all of those things. It's a paradox for sure. But I cannot tell you for certain what the next season is going to be. I know something is calling me, always has, always will. Something bigger and better is what I choose to believe. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like behind that door, but I know it's bigger and better than what I have experienced. And sometimes if I'm having a really great day, I choose to believe it is going to be beyond my wildest dreams. It's possible to have those moments. Again, not every day do I think that way, but it is possible for you to have those kinds of thoughts and then hopefully have those thoughts turn into beliefs. As I was listening to Christine, you know, I told you I watched it 10 or 12 times. And she was talking about this life-death cycle. It reminds me, (laughs) it reminds me of having a period. We go through a cycle much like the moon, the lunar phases, where when we're on our period, we're tired. I mean, I don't know about you, but the very first day of my period, I am just exhausted. A lot of times I'm not sleeping well, just things are not great with my body. And in a way, I believe that's our body's way of forcing us to rest. Like it is time to regroup and take the rest that we need in order to rejuvenate, to go into the next cycle. And I mean, we go through this monthly, the same cycle over and over again. The moon goes through it every, what, is it 28 days that the moon cycles go? Life is like that too. And it's not, you know, sometimes I don't know how I feel about people saying, you know, every seven years, we totally change our life. And then I've heard some people say like every three to four years, whatever. It's just on its own timeline. And what constitutes like totally changing your life? I think it's such a subjective thing. But I do know that the more we resist the harder the universe laughs, the more difficult the situation is. And as I have told you all a million times, one of the reasons I got the word surrender tattooed on my body is because it's one of the most difficult things that I struggle with to surrender. I want to be in the driver's seat all the time. I want to know what's coming. I want to know exactly what's happening at every moment. I want to be able to control my life and my emotions and everything that surrounds it and and to let go and to not know what's behind that door to actually have to surrender and move through these cycles and rest and know that there's something great called life on the other side. There's going to be difficult relationships. I'm going to have to have hard conversations. I'm going to get my heart just demolished 
many times over throughout my life and surrender to that, oof, that's some hard work. So I'm going to, I'm going to end and I want to leave you with, again, just that inquiry. Is there anything in your life that you're resisting? And if so, because there probably is. And if so, could you look at this through the lens of it being a death life cycle? Maybe not necessarily where it's a death, but maybe it's a pause or a rest. That's your inquiry. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And remember, it's our life's journey to make ourselves better humans and our life's responsibility to make the world a better place. Bye for now. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening. I would be so incredibly grateful if you haven't done so already, if you could leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Super easy if you already listen to your shows over there. Um, But if you don't, or maybe you have the app on your phone, but you listen to the show on a different app, if you could leave a review for this show, it matters so much. I wish I could express how much it matters. I also wish that it didn't matter so much, but alas, it does. So if you haven't already, please go review and rate the show. It would mean so much to me. And thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing day. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.